Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Go Tech Please Don't Die podcast, a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying. I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Matt. And this week, you will get to see what it's like when we try to put a podcast together very quickly because of some unforeseen circumstances regarding a, a, a guest we were supposed to have on this week. Yeah, a little bit of problem with uh, power outages here in North Texas, apparently. So you'll have to wait to find out who our guest was going to be um, when he comes on later in the off season, I guess, for football. At some point soon. Yeah, we didn't want to talk about basketball this week. So we tried to organize a guest on the show to avoid talking about this 0-2 week. But instead, we're going to just have to power through it and talk about the losses to Stephen F. Austin and UTEP and what turned out to be a very bad week for Bulldog basketball. All right, well, I'm ready for the uh, five-second summary. I mean, the SFA game, I guess there's more to talk about. The UTEP game, I didn't watch, but it didn't look like there's much to talk about there. Yeah, the SFA game was pretty excited. Didn't really prepare one of these quick game recaps for this. But back and forth throughout the first half with Tech ended up taking a pretty, I want to say decent lead. It wasn't really that that great. It's only, what, 34 to 32 at the half. Uh, then the second half gets going. Tech seems to still be kind of in control. But then Stephen F. Austin goes on a 17 to 2 run uh, through the 10 minute mark left in the second half to go up 59 to 51. They cool off for a little bit. Tech gets back in charge. There's a bunch of missed shots inside of five minutes. Uh, you end up with. Stephen F. Austin taking a one-point lead with only a few seconds left. Uh, Tech has one possession to try to tie the game. Kobe Williams drives and does that exactly and is able to tie the game. We go to overtime. Overtime was kind of more Stephen F. Austin's bag. They got a a decent lead, but uh, Tech is able to grab a lead near the end of the period. An 80-79 to lead after uh, Kenny Hunter hit an alley-oop slam um, and then also hit the free throw shot to get that lead. But Kajust basically just drove the length of the floor, put up a pretty easy layup mm, yep, and goes on to win the game for the Lumberjacks. And they win 81 to 80. Sorry, 80 to, 80 to, 80 to 79. Yeah, we, we okay. took the lead 79, 78, I believe, on that last play you were mentioning. Um, yeah, I mean, just it sucks to lose this game like that. You know, it also it felt like we just couldn't pull away enough. You know, the whole game we were kind of up by by four to eight points. Um, And, you know, every time we would do something to gain momentum, they'd go right down and hit a three pointer. I mean, it was three point shooting, really. That was our downfall on this one. And it was against UTEP as well. Uh, Tech hit four of 23 pointers against Stephen F. Austin. Oh, God. And and yeah, and they hit 14 of 32, including six of 15 in the second half and uh, two of three in the overtime period. So. I mean, like I said, especially there late in the second half, it felt like we were trying to pull away. We weren't doing that normal thing we do where we just stop scoring for a six minute stretch, but we'd get a bucket to go up by six and then be like, all right, we're a little more comfortable now. But then they would they would hit a three and it's right back to a one possession game. So just just tough. Um you know, there's a lot of good to take away from this game. Like points in paint, we outscore them fifty-four to twenty-eight in the paint. We score more second chance points, more fast break points. Um, really, the turnovers are what catch my eye. Season high on the year, 28 turnovers forced yeah. from SFA. Yeah. The fifth I mean, most forced turnovers in program history. <laughs> and we lose. Why do and we, we lose. This? Why do we keep doing this? We, we're like setting program records or, or getting in the record book and then fucking losing still. Come on. There is no God. Yeah, I mean, the, if you look at their three-point numbers, they have a guy, Kyle Heyman, four for four from three-pointers. 
Uh, Kajust was three for four. They just they just made those clutch shots when they needed to. And I mean, honestly, really disappointed by some of the some of the play of Tech's shooters, especially. And it seems like we don't have a guy who's willing to like even take three pointers at this point. Like Kobe Williams took six. That's the lead on the team. Keaston he's Willis, not really the three point shooter. Yeah. Keaston Willis, AKA Threeston, right. Is over four. I mean, he's only taken four. Like, what is that? And I guess when you're so dominant in the paint, you don't necessarily need those three pointers, but you can't shoot four, four for 20. Yeah, right? that's We obviously do. If we yeah. lose the game. Yeah. 20% is not going to get it done in, in modern college basketball. Also, I know you don't want to foul on that last play um, where Kajus just drives the length of the floor, but like, uh, you, you gotta like slow him down at least, right? Like you gotta, you gotta double team him at the, uh, half court or something. I mean, I guess you're playing as if he's going to pass it, but he just ran right to the bucket. We didn't have any timeouts left. It's, uh, it it was, it sucks to lose that way. Uh, kind of getting sick and tired of having to constantly look at the box score and see Keiston Willis, uh, building a brick house out of basketballs uh, one for seven from the field with uh, five points I mean, it's supposed to be our starting if I'm not mistaken he's supposed to be the I guess Kobe's at the one yeah uh, yeah which usually they dished <laughs> they dished Willis out as what a shooting guard which is so silly well that's his that's his position, right? He's supposed to play that position. He's just not hitting shots right now. That's, that's what I mean. It's so silly. He's he's playing as a shooting guard and he can't knock down shots. It's, yeah. That's horrifying. I don't know, man. Five points on two assists and two rebounds. I hate to invoke invoke Charles Barkley here, but you know, you can't be going with the triple single <laughs> as a shooting guard. Like that's just Yeah. If you want to, if you want to be in single digits for assists and rebounds as a as a shooting guard, fine. But I only have five points. It's just lousy. Well, although yeah, I do I, love seeing my my guy Kenny Hunter from Shreveport uh, be the second uh, second highest scorer, especially since he's yeah. coming off the bench. And, and there there were a lot of great plays in this game too. I mean, we really started exploiting their uh, their defense at um, several points throughout this game finding the wide open guy for the alley-oop. I think we had what five alley-oops in this game, something like that. Like, yeah, you know, it, it was a fun game to watch. And actually, if you look at Ken Palm, they have a, uh, a metric for excitement factor, which I think is just calculated based on lead changes and how close the game was throughout and all this. This game is the number two rated excitement factor game, uh, of all games in 2023. <laughs> um, yeah, only the, I didn't realize this game existed. I wish I would have watched this one back in November. The game that was number one this oh, yeah. year in excitement in Portland, Oregon at the Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Number 14, Alabama played North Carolina. Alabama finished with a final score of 103, North Carolina 101 and four overtimes. <laughs> yeah, I miss that one. Yeah, that one would have been fun. But yeah, the tech losing to SFA by one is the second to that game that you mentioned, Nathan. So, yes. you know, it, it sucks to be on the losing end of a game like that, but you don't come out of it thinking like, man, this team kind of sucks. Um, but <laughs> yeah, uh, using that as a segue here, um, Tech made 16 field goals in their next game at UTEP. Turn the ball over 20 times. 16 yeah. field goals in the game. 
That's 20 good. turnovers. Good, good stuff. Great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shot 29.6% from the field. 16, 16% from three. Oh, that's, oh. that's good. Um, yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Keaston at least took eight three pointers in this game. He made three of them. So responsible other- three of the four three pointers in yeah. the game. David Green, shout out David Green for the other three. Um, you know, we're we're really digging here, guys. <laughs> really digging. Pain. Um Kobe in double figures, I, I guess is good. He had five steals. That's good. That's yeah. a good stat. Yeah. You got two starters who scored zero points. I mean Jordan Crawford, zero points, 0 for 5 from the field. Will Allen, zero points, 0 for 1 from the field. I mean, at this point, I'm kind of confused why Kenny Hunter's not playing more of the minutes at the 5. Um, he's clearly the more effective of the centers that we have on the team, but I, I don't know. Man. This team is kind of just like, I'm scratching my head. I don't know what their identity is. I don't know what we're really trying to be. Poop. We're supposed to be defensive, but we're terrible at defending uh, <laughs> shots. Yeah. And, you Ouch. know, like... If, uh, you know, we're really good at stealing and forcing turnovers, we're top, top quarter ish, we're 10 and non-steal turnover percentage and 63rd and steal percentage. Uh, but defending shots, we are three fifteenth and two seventy third in three pointers and two pointers. So if they get a shot off, damn, they're going to make it, you know? So I, I don't, I don't really know. Hopefully the team can, you know, take this Christmas break in this Jarvis Christian game on Wednesday and rebound because past week and a half have not been good i mean i mean they've been pretty good at rebounding but yeah the other aspects of basketball they could really Boo. use the break <laughs> 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 if they're getting booed i might as well too yeah this has not been a, a fun team to watch these past couple weeks uh and really not the time you want to see it heading into conference play utep's not the worst team that we'll face but they're not the best team either and so it feels like a game that we need to win if we want to have any at this point i'm wondering do we make the conference tournament I don't even know what the rules are for that this year with teams leaving and stuff. In previous years, I think the bottom two teams didn't even make the cut. We uh, win, but win by default. That's it. Yeah. Everyone else will quit. Yes. And we'll win Conference USA by default. Exactly. Yeah. Just this. This was not a, a fun week with Jarvis Christian this week, which I mean, Ken Palm gives us a 100% chance to win because they're a non-division one opponent. But I mean, yeah, we're going to win this game. But it just it, even this feels like, oh, God, watch watch us lose it. Because it's just kind of the headspace that I'm in as a tech basketball fan right now. Yeah, it's been a tough last couple of games. Hard to be super positive. The 2023 CUSA Basketball Championships take place March 8th through 11th, featuring 22 men's and women's basketball teams playing 20 games. So, yes, all teams make it, I guess. We'll see if they stay true to that. Um, <laughs> Maybe we'll be so bad. That so bad. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> Seems legit. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not really sure what else to talk about basketball. There's a reason why we didn't want to spend too long on the subject this week. It's it's well, not we'll a fun have time, time right to now. preview UTSA and Charlotte um, going going into next week because those games are on the 29th and 31st. So yeah, I mean, hopefully we can just put this week behind us. I mean, we had won five games in a row going into the Wyoming game, so uh, the team can win. But man, wasn't expecting uh, wasn't expecting that kind of performance out of them. Saturday out out in El Paso. Yeah, and the women's team didn't have a great week either. They only played one game playing UTEP and lost 62 to 54, um, a game where the Texters shot 50% from the floor and also 50% from three, uh, or just over 50% from both the floor and three and lost this game. How did they only score 54 points if they shot 50% from the field? What on earth? 
Okay, here, here's what it is. UTEP had 17 offensive boards. Oh, that's good. Tech had three offensive boards. That's great. So Tech took 39 shots. UTEP took 64. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's normal. <laughs> and the same amount of free throws for the two teams, too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what you're happens. Just getting, you're just getting dominated on the glass then. Yeah. yeah. Frustrating. Yeah. Pretty, pretty the bench. Cool. The bench did okay. Twenty three points from the bench in this game, but that's basically half your scoring. You know, if you're only putting up fifty four points, but man, if, if you're only gonna if you're only gonna pull down three offensive rebounds and let them pull down seventeen, you better shoot seventy percent from the field if you want to win. You know, yikes! And they don't play again either until we record another episode. So, yeah. Ugh. Let let's hear it from the haters. I mean, we're being super positive this week, right? So yeah, bring it on, haters. Yeah, I, I don't know what starts we're back up to say soon, right? when we're covering three losses, right? Like, I don't... Three bad losses. Are, I again, the SFA one. I can excuse not that yeah. I'm happy about it, but, but that wasn't a bad loss. Yeah, and it was an exciting game too. These other were not. Um, mentioned bowling starting up soon. That's not even until January, so never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not just, I don't know. I think I know what my Christmas wish is now. I think that's all I'm going to say about it because this has not been a particularly uplifting week. Maybe that's what it is. This is the part of the movie where the kid like doesn't believe in Santa or something like that. And then it turns up they win the national title and Santa winks from the crowd, to the little kid and that's audience rooting for it. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to find some way to turn this around because it is. Tim Allen, it, have it, we got a script for you? <laughs> That that would be a Tim Allen movie. Yeah, it would. Anything else to talk about this week? Well, uh, I want to get. How are y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> we don't usually we don't do the cold open in the middle of the show, but yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, Matt, how's it going, man? How's how's your how's your baby doing? Leah's doing great. Uh, big shout out to uh, the Armstrong family, who I've uh, gotten to know quite a bit over the last several months. I ran into them. At, at the first football game of the season that you guys came up to Kansas City to go see with uh, with myself over in Columbia. Uh, big shout out to them. Uh, Griffin did leave uh, the Bulldog football team and has moved on and accepted an offer to go play for Virginia Tech, which is uh, fantastic for him. I mean, he lives four miles away from the stadium. His uh, whole family lives in Blacksburg. And uh, Cliff... His uh, mentor, coach, if you will, uh, was long snapper for the Hokies uh, back in the 90s. Uh, so it's uh, pretty cool to see him land there. We wish him all the best. Um, I don't really have much else to say about the basketball games. They were sad. Uh, like Evan said in the group chat, uh, it's so awful that everyone died at the end. <laughs> um, much like the ugly barnacle story that Patrick Starr told to SpongeBob. It's so just a tough week. I know it's that just the whole episode is just <laughs> there once was an ugly week for tech basketball. It was so, it was ugly. so ugly that everyone died. The yeah. end. <laughs> yeah. And um, I thought that this was, I thought Coach Hester was supposed to be some defensive oriented coach, and it hasn't gone very well so far. I get it. You got to bring his own philosophy and style in. But as a coach that used to coach here. Yeah, but I, I mean, it is year one, and if you look at Conkle's first year and Mike White's first year, I think they were about 500 in both of those. So sure, no, I hear you. I don't know. I mean, I'm not that. And you lost, you lost your best player when you yeah. could have just relied on him to win most of the games last year. 
Yeah. Uh, you have Kobe Williams coming back. He's re- your certified all-star if you have one on this team. Isaiah Crawford, who's coming off an injury. So he's... Yeah, second ACL injury. Yeah, that, that's got to be tough. Keystone Willis has been the underwhelming, underwhelming part of this. But other than that, I mean, we have a true freshman starting in our five. Uh, we yeah. have Kenny Hunter as a sophomore. Like these... It's it's a young team. I realize that's also an excuse for football. And the fact that it's a first year coach is also an excuse for football. But it's been a while since we've had both uh, football and basketball switch coaches in the same year like yeah. this. Yeah. That it's usually, well, okay, well, football is a bad year because, I mean, Skipoltz's first year. Okay, well, then Mike White happens. And that was incredible. Uh, we we switched to Conkle and we have a pretty good year with, with Holtz that year. So it's, 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 unusual is not something we're used to in having to replace both at the same time and not that they have any impact on each other but they have an impact on how we're feeling about the program because we don't really have much of a we don't really have anything to hang our hat on except for i mean bowling and also baseball and that's still a ways off well shout out to uh, mike white who i did not realize was the head basketball coach at the university of georgia now he got kind of pushed out at Florida from what I understand. Like he wasn't fired. He didn't quit. He was just like, I'm going to coach Georgia now. They just um, took him for a ride in a big pickup truck and pushed him out the window when they got to the state line. <laughs> and they just, yeah. Uh, baseball season is going to be great. Um, well, really hold your horses there, pal. Hold your horse. You don't know that yet. Really excited about baseball season. I in feel comparison, as, uh, it better be. So is Lincoln Riley. Yeah. Lincoln Riley out here tweeting. Tweeting about Cruton for tech baseball. Love it. So he Lincoln Riley's originally from Lubbock and this kid is from Lubbock. So there's probably okay. Been, I wonder, does Lincoln Riley have like a son that's his age or something? Pro- probably. Well, I doubt it. Lincoln Riley. Would, no, Lincoln his Riley's profile pic on 40. Twitter has. <laughs> yeah. Lincoln Riley's profile pic on Twitter has two like maybe sub 10 year old. Yeah, he's um, just got children. Kid. He's got so. young kids. But yeah, he they're both from Lubbock and. Aren't there only like 12 people who are from Lubbock? So, I mean, that's. Yeah. So this is a, we're, we're talking about a class of 2024 uh, recruit for tech. So not even this baseball season, but next baseball season. Wait, no. What? Not next, not next year or the year after that, but the year after that, I guess. <laughs> so maybe this God. kid is one of the 10 year olds. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, so yeah, we're talking about casually just talking about a 16 year old kid, apparently. Uh, but he's six, four uh, and a right handed pitcher. So, um, yeah, only have to stick it out for a little bit longer until tech opens up the season against BYU in a four game series at home. Well, yeah, oh, that'll be fun. We'll be fun. Yeah. September. Yeah, September. September is what I try to say. <laughs> September. September. <laughs> Have we got a uh, show for you? <laughs> One last thing to do before we finally pull the plug on this experience is the tweet of the week. Uh, usually, usually we give it to one tweet, but Evan, what's this week's tweet slash series of tweets of the week? What we're talking about is a Twitter account called uh, Noah White Campaign. It is at White for H-O-T-Y-8, so White for Holder of the Year. Um, and I guess his number is 48. Uh, Noah White is Tex Holder, and um, I learned this by from this Twitter account that he is the only holder in the nation who is a switch holder. So he can hold for left-handed kickers or left-footed kickers and right-footed kickers because I guess Buck Buchanan and 
uh, baby Barnes kick opposite sides and he holds for both of them. So he'll just, he'll do whatever it takes, man. Um, so he's one of the four finalists for the holder of the year award an award called the, the Martell Mortel award award. So yeah, check that out. Um, and there's a whole 10 tweet string of why he should be named holder of the year. So yeah, so, go, go Noah White. Also a great, really good at celebrating field goals being made. Yeah, I'm looking at tweet number five right now, which is him <laughs> tossing the ball over his shoulder to the kicker who runs it upfield yes. and then doing a nice little dance. Yes, very in the impressive corner. Uh, moves. I'm surprised he didn't tear something with what he did. Yeah, I have no idea when those will get announced, but hopefully Tech will win something this week if he's able to carry home that trophy. Well, we win the hearts of millions every week with our podcast. I'm sure. I'm sure we do. That about wraps it up for this episode, if you can call it that, of the GoTech Please Don't Die podcast. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at G-O-T-E-C-H-P-L-S-D-N-T-D-I-E. I think if we say what our Instagram handle is, we'll get booted from Twitter. So uh, we can say it here, though. at E-L-O-N-M-U-S-K. That's our yeah, Instagram handle. That, that's our Instagram um, handle. And not and it's not what our, our website is, which is gtpdd.dog. Don't type that in Instagram into Instagram because then Elon Musk will get very mad at you. Yeah, check out our blog. Check out our shirt of the month on the blog right now. It is a fight song inspired uh, fight, fight, fart, fo- fight, fight, fight for old red and blue. Has a nice, cute little bulldog on it. Okay, uh, get that. Did you say fight, fart, fight? I think you said fight, fight, fart. <laughs> I, did, I did say fight, fight, fart. <laughs> This has really been my best episode. Fight, fight, fart. There's the episode name. For Old Red and... And you can get that shirt at gtpdd.dog slash shop. (laughs) Oh, 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 no. (laughs) And until next time, I'm Nathan. I'm Nathan. I'm Matt. And go tech. Please don't die. run that fake i don't remember that at all <laughs> tweet number five yeah yeah i, I don't remember I don't either remember but those either. are our uniforms right it's a figment yeah. of our imagination who are we playing i have no Is that idea Logic fake field goal let's ask google he also recovered that fumble against clemson so shout out for that i googled it and it's telling me about the time that south carolina made a field goal to beat us Oh God, no, please. Oh God, <laughs> so, why? Why would you do this to me? Oh no. <laughs> that was probably that was probably like top three most dejected after a tech game I've ever been. All right, but here's the thing about number five about the the fake is that he starts celebrating like that. They didn't pick up the first down. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh.